0: Welcome to Don't Hit Snooze, the podcast. You've been sleeping on yourself for long enough. It's time to wake up. No matter what you're doing while you listen, we pray that you begin to unlock your God-given potential and turn it into massive action. Don't Hit Snooze is not just a personal development podcast. It's a personal reminder, reminding you to be and become all that God has created you to be. Now let's get into this episode. I'll keep it civil, engineer, applying pressure for the rest of the year. It's automatic, but I'm switching gears. I did not arrive, I was already here. 32 flavors of exceptional greatness. Most people love it, but some of y'all hate this. Crazy, ain't even on a first name basis. God validates me, I don't need you to rate this. But you can leave one and leave a review. I love that you're listening, don't get it misconstrued. So Chicago, I'm shameless. Nice to meet your acquaintance. This rhyming thing is easy. It's an innateness. Excuse me while I get a little more courageous, bold to the core, coming through, showing more. When I do it, guess who mad? Satan. I laugh at the frustration and add to the kingdom. So of course I'm high maintenance, doubling up like I got a twin. Thought I lost my tools, but I'm equipped to win. I know that this gonna get to you, certified letter. I'm not where I wanna be, just know I'm getting better. What's good? I am here with the very first episode of Don't Hit Snooze, the podcast, woo! And I'm just about to go straight into it. I'm about to get in your business. I'll let y'all get in my business a little bit. So let's go. Okay, before I get into the episode, though, let me start by saying that I recently celebrated a birthday. I just turned 23. If you switch the numbers around, that's my real age, whatever, mind your business. But... I wanted to kind of give you the backdrop for what this episode is going to be about, but I do want to say, I think I want to hit you guys with a quote of the day and a scripture of the day before we get into every episode. I'll see how that works out. If you want to, let me know if you would like to hear a quote of the day and a scripture of the day so that it can be like our quote and our scripture for the week or something. But I have a quote And it is by the Paul J. Meyer, who is considered to be the pioneer of self-improvement. And I actually posted this quote on August 30th of 2018. And it reads, productivity is never an accident. It is always the result of a commitment to excellence, intelligent planning and focused effort." So I want to zero in on a few of those things in the upcoming episodes to come that basically just said the same thing. But anyway, if you want to write that quote down somewhere and remember it, because that's going to be one of the things that we hold on to and that we stand on until I come up with my own clever one, possibly. And then the scripture of the day is so on time, y'all. It's from Romans 8 and 31. And it says, let me let me get my Bible. <laughs> it says, what then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? And I don't know if you all have been seeing my marketing and content and all that for the podcast. But I know that I said that in one thing or another I can't remember which made me think like yeah I think we should have a quote in scripture of the week and of course words are my thing so I'll have maybe a bar or four (laughs) or several but I want to say, even if I don't hit y'all with like a spoken word piece or something like that, I would still want to have a quote in the scripture of the week. Um, And I was even thinking about like a video of the week and hitting y'all with the link in the show notes or something, because y'all, when I say I was big kicking it with myself and watching some videos and just having a good old kiki, it was, it was nice And one of the videos that I saw, I actually kind of peed on myself and listen, mind your business, but it happens after you have a child, for whatever reason, your bladder is just so weak. And yeah, it was like a little tinkle, but it was that funny to me. So I was just like, I think I want to share that too. So yeah, again, let me know what you guys think about that. And I'm not going to keep babbling. Let's go on and get into this episode. So On my birthday, I had a very rough day, a very rough morning, and I went to our physical location for work. Usually, I work from home, but I went there for a bit, and then I came back home to work from home. And I remember a few weeks ago, my hairstylist had sent me a video from this popular influencer who posted about this gadget called Unbuckle Me, And it's supposedly the best mommy hack gadget (laughs) if you wear long nails, especially. It basically helps you to unbuckle your child from their car seat without the hassle of possibly breaking a nail. And the whole struggle that mommies know about as it relates to having long nails and all that. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I need that. But I don't think I need it right, right now. So I'll just get it when I need it because I wasn't really wearing nails like that. So fast forward again to Friday, my birthday. I was like, you know what? It's my birthday. I want to look cute. I'm going to put some nails on. So let me go ahead and see what this gadget talking about finally. And it's sold exclusively on their site. It's also sold at like Target, Bye Bye Baby, and on Amazon that I know of. It might be some more places and sites that sell it but at first I was going to get it from Amazon through the influencers link but I'm like I need this like ASAP so I looked up the closest stores that had it in stock and it was at Bye Bye Baby but the store that it was at was 30 minutes away (sighs) so I'm looking at my phone at the gps looking at my bed looking at my phone looking at my bed and literally on my bed is a huge pile of laundry that needs to be folded and put away so normally i would take the drive and essentially waste over an hour of my time to get something that i supposedly need so instead i said i'm gonna put my big girl drawers on today and just order it (laughs) versus me spending all that time going to pick it up. I said it possibly wasn't going to get to me like till 9 p.m. But anyway, it got to me earlier that day and way quicker than I thought. But in the meantime, in between time, I got so much stuff done. And when I say your girl is notorious for avoidant behavior. Yeah, that's me. So it made me think of this being the first episode. I had a totally different episode planned, but this is a personal development and self-improvement podcast with so many other things in mind. But with that specifically in mind, it made me realize that there are certain things that need to be addressed after we are aware of them to truly improve ourselves and our lives. Because how do you really improve yourself if you aren't aware of what needs to be improved in the first place, right? You know, things that need to be changed, things that need to be deaded. And how can we improve if we aren't real with ourselves? So with this instance, it wasn't about me being aware because I know what I do. (laughs) But it was about me being real, and really getting to the bottom of why I was doing it. So I decided to really take a moment to delve into what is called avoidance coping. Another term is avoidant behaviors or escape coping. And honestly, you might do this, but you just didn't have a term for the things that you've been doing, or maybe you knew the term, and I'm just about to give you a business for a second. But it's kind of like when you follow somebody on social media and they're big on something like organizing and they share some type of way of organizing their planner or some type of tip that they've been doing. And you're like, oh, I've been doing that too this whole time. I just didn't know that it was called that. So you probably do it. You just didn't know that it's called avoidance coping. So what is avoidance coping? Essentially, it is a maladaptive or unhealthy form of coping in which a person changes their behavior to avoid thinking about feeling or even doing difficult things. In the short term, obviously, it mostly feels good, but it's a band-aid solution for long-term problems. Avoidance coping involves trying to avoid certain stressors rather than actually dealing with them and again in the short term it might seem like a great way to be less stressed but that's not necessarily the case so more often than not we need to actually confront the problem or deal with it directly which is typically the only way to effectively reduce the stress that each situation or circumstance causes so People do this or use this coping technique, which is just trash, right? We're going to throw it in the trash (laughs) when they don't want to face stress head on. And it's essential for you to recognize when you feel anxiety about certain things because you're more prone to avoiding things when you're dealing with that type of feeling. So you might have learned avoidance techniques early on because I know I did. So you might find it more difficult to learn more proactive strategies or active coping versus avoidance coping. Right. But it's unhealthy because it often increases that level of stress without actually helping you deal with the things that are causing the stress in the first place. I hope I'm making sense, y'all. So a few major examples of this are (laughs) procrastination passive aggressiveness, and rumination. Okay, so again, I know myself. (laughs) I am notorious for not only avoiding, but the main thing that I do is procrastinate. I am notorious for procrastinating. So there are certain work tasks nowadays that I have to complete, and I will literally wait till the last possible minute because thinking about doing those things gives me so much anxiety, but then actually doing them gives me more anxiety. But instead of just getting to the root, I go through this vicious cycle of waiting till the last minute. And I always tell myself, girl, you work so well under pressure, it's going to be okay. But no, no, (laughs) it's not. I always cause myself more stress by not addressing the issue and getting stuff done. I used to do the same thing in college. I would wait till the day before a paper is due to get it done. I would pull an all-nighter and still manage to get an A or B. So I'm like, shoot, it's working for me. Why change it? You know what I'm saying? If it ain't broke, don't fix it, baby. But that's not good on your nervous system. And it's essentially creating a toxic habit that's extremely hard to change. So if you're anything like me, mm Baby, we about to nip it in the butt, okay? I'm not going to get into passive aggressiveness. Y'all know what that is what it looks like. And I am so happy that I have been able to work through that. I am not as passive aggressive as I used to be at one point. And I would say, I don't, I can't even name a time that I've been passive aggressive lately. I'm just super straightforward. And if not, you know what I'm saying? I'm a straight shooter. But if not, I'm doing the other things like procrastinating. And there's this other one that's really common. It's called rumination, right? So rumination is really mulling over things that have happened already. And you're thinking about ways that you could have handled it differently or things you could have said differently. So when I think of somebody saying something to you that you don't like or that makes you feel a certain way and you like, dang, the clapback was not there. Like, I could have said this. I should have did this. I should have, could have, would have. OK, but it's over. Right. So why stay in that space? Why stay in that place? Why continue to mow over it, especially if you're not going to hit up that person and say, hey, I did not like when you said X, Y and Z or I did not like when you did A, B and C. So here's my I was going to say my recommendation, but here's what I would like to do about it. Here's here's my resolution for, you know, what what took place. And here's how I've been feeling. Let's 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 walk through this. Let's talk through this. If that person is not mature enough, number one, for you to do that, then you need to stop. Hurting yourself with with keeping it in and and continuing to go over the details consistently to the point where you're like adding more stress to your life. If you're not like you can't say it because they're not going to respond in the way that you need them to or that you would like them to. You know what I'm saying? Essentially, in a mature way. So stop thinking about it. And even if they, yeah, I'm just say that because. Those who mind don't matter. (laughs) And those who matter don't mind, so you should be able to talk to them about it. So either talk to them about it, or if you know you can't, then move around. Get it out of your head. And with that, we're going to go ahead and get into these (laughs) strategies. Eight strategies. Wait, how many I got? (laughs) Because I'm counting so wrong. Seven. We're going to say seven. Okay. Seven strategies to. To avoid avoidance coping. (laughs) So one of the things that I have been doing is keeping a to-do list for each current project rather than putting all of my tasks on a daily to-do list. So you pretty much hijack your entire day or your to-do list can hijack your day because you typically don't get everything done on your to-do list. So... If you create a project specific to do list, you help with your time management. And let's just say you have like five or 10 minutes extra to spare. And there's something on your list that, you know, will only take that amount of time. Then, boom, you knock that out. And instead of having to move all of these things to your to-do list the next day because you didn't get it done, you know, like, nah, I scratched that off of my my list. But it's this specific project to-do list. And for me, I also set deadlines. So for the podcast, I knew that I needed to send out an e-blast, which you all received on my birthday, but I had to actually type it. I had to edit it. I had to get the email addresses that I already had access to. I had to do a lot of different things. So did I do them all in the same day? And that's just that's just the newsletter. I probably did all of the things for the newsletter in the same day. But as far as like actually building the momentum and doing the tasks that needed to happen for the podcast in general... I have to set deadlines and get those things off of my list. So boom, write a to-do list for each current project. Number two, you want to identify if a self-inflicted rule is causing your avoidance. So when you find yourself thinking, I have to get such and such done, take a moment to check if that's actually true. Or if it's just something that you created within yourself. So if you have a tendency to put off something like decorating your Christmas tree until the very last minute, you have in your mind that you need to put certain types of ornaments on the Christmas tree and you got to, you know, do it a certain way. But... (laughs) Who says that you have to do it a certain way? Maybe you are used to seeing your tree decorated a certain way because you used to decorate it at home with your mom or something like that. But maybe, maybe your mom likes only black and white stuff on the tree, but you want it to be colorful or vice versa, whatever. Make your own rules and really check to see, like, is this is this a real rule or is this like... And it's not. (laughs) So really identify those self-inflicted rules that are causing your avoidance. Number three, decide not to do an item that has been hanging around on your to-do list. I don't think I need to say much more. If it's not a priority, if it really has not gotten done and it's not something that's like schedule a doctor's appointment, like that's a priority And you really have to find it in yourself to make that a priority because your health is important. But if it's something like, honestly, I don't know. (laughs) Just think of the things that are a priority for your life. Um, I think for me, it would be Creating a schedule for organizing. I think at some point I'm going to organize my closet the way that I used to have it. Which was (laughs) color coordinated. But that is not a priority right now. So I got all the clothes hung up. Fold it, put away in drawers for right now, baby. That's going to have to work. (laughs) So figure out what's a priority and what isn't, what you value, what you don't, and really empower yourself through that confidence boost that will get you unstuck on what is not a priority by taking it off of your to-do list. Number four, get a boost by boosting someone else. Now, I was just watching a live and the guy was talking about how in his friendship with the people that are around him, he encourages them a lot and it it helps him. And I honestly feel like the more positive emotions that you have, that you express to other people, the more you're going to feel that on the inside. And it's just, it's just one of those positive side effects and I would say when people express positive emotions, they feel more positive emotions. So when you express enthusiastic happiness for a family member who's had a recent success, or like I said, I'm watching the live and the guy was talking to his friend about that's Like you're rich, you're rich in happiness, you're rich in um, friendship, you're rich in so many things. So, I, I want to encourage that. I want to give you the boost that you need by actually sharing that with you. What I find to be um, something that I enjoy about you or that I love about you or that I'm happy about that you've achieved, you know, whatever that looks like for you. And that's really because we're wired this way through evolution. So... Exploring is the opposite of avoidance and that's what we're aiming for. So explore all of those things that you can do to help someone else that will ultimately help you. Number five, pretend like you're going to outsource the avoided task and right directions. Now, I personally have done this and it has helped me tremendously. It kind of takes that psychological distance you need to, to break free. You design this task for somebody else, air quotes, <laughs> and you may naturally make it easier and consequently less likely to trigger your avoidance as you're planning out the steps involved in the task, right? So once you've done that worst, the rest of the tasks may seem much more achievable and not even worthy of avoidance. So break it down. You know what it is that you need to do. Specifically for me, like I said, with work and understanding that. Those tasks that I wait till the last minute to do, they're really not hard, especially if you break them up. So if I were to tell somebody else how to do my job. I'm breaking those same tasks down for myself now and making it seem a lot more manageable. Yeah. Number 6. <laughs> Teach some aspect of whatever it is that you're stuck with. And essentially it's kind of like teaching your child your a skill. So if you are right now, my daughter is a little too young to be even remotely interested in like hearing about money management. But if she were a little older and she was getting like a small allowance and stuff like that, I would teach her some financial concepts that I'm already confident with. Just to give me that boost that I need, and that confidence, and feeling like I'm competent to be financially savvy and to get myself to a better space with my own money management skills. So basically, dumbing down, and I don't want to say that, but yeah, like breaking breaking the thing down to the smallest task or breaking something down so much that a child will understand and it's really to again make it less heavy for you and yeah you then become or feel more confident and competent which will make those related tasks feel much more within your capacity You also want to, number seven, clear the decks. And clearing the decks is a strategy where if you've been avoiding a task for a while and it's really important, try completely clearing your day. I've also done this recently and I... And queen take a day off just so I can get my ducks in a row and my stuff in order because I hate feeling super, super overwhelmed. Once I get to that point, mental health day me, please. okay. and I will take the day to really, really get everything in line. So if there's something that you have been needing to do, like. For me, (laughs) mine would be scheduling a dentist appointment for my baby. It's one of those tedious tasks that once it's done, it's done. But it's like, "Ah, I got to look for a dentist that takes her insurance and that takes little babies and that takes new patients and Just all of these things and it's even just saying it right now. is like, oh my gosh, cringe. I am not trying to do this, but I know that at some point I'm going to use a day to just do that. I'll more than likely do other things, but I am going to clear my deck and get that task done and I'm going to follow back up with y'all when I do it (laughs) and honestly, I have a bonus one so number eight (laughs) I thought it was gonna be eight but eight is ask for help whether that's an accountability partner or actually getting a therapist talk to somebody tell them what it is that you need to do and work through and really check in with them I had an accountability partner for a while and we used to check in I think it was weekly or bi weekly and we would go through our top three every day so we would talk through like everything that we needed to do for the whole week on a specific day and then every day we would text each other like, Hey, these are my top three and then the next day we would say, Hey, I got X, Y, and Z done or maybe at the end of the day we say, Hey, I got X, Y, and Z done Or, you know, some days it was just X. I had X, Y, and Z on my list but only got X done, so Y and Z is going into the next day and now I'm adding A. So those are the things, I'll go back through them guys. So again, one, you want to write a to-do list for each current project. Two, you wanna identify if a self-inflicted rule is causing your avoidance. Three, you want to decide not to do an item that has been lingering on your to-do list. <laughs> Four, get a boost by boosting someone else. Five, pretend like you're going to outsource the avoided task and actually write directions. Six, teach some aspect of whatever it is that you've been stuck with. Seven, clear the decks or aka clear, clear your day. And then eight, talk to somebody, get some help, whether that be through an accountability partner and or a therapist. That's it for today's podcast, love. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a review and rating. It's how we stay relevant in the podcast world, and it helps other people be able to find and listen to the podcast as well. Subscribe to the pod so that you get notifications every time a new episode drops on whatever platform you're streaming from. And be sure to follow us on social media at Don't Hit Snooze Pod. That's D-O-N-T-H-I-T-S-N-O-O-Z-E-P-O-D. I'd love for us to build a community so... Also, be sure to head over to the Facebook group. It's linked in the show notes. And while you're there, let me know what you enjoyed about this episode. I'll be back next week with more tips on how to become the greatest version of yourself and reminding you to not sleep on you.